0: Hey book lovers, welcome back to My Sister's TBR, the podcast where two bookish sisters embark on literary adventures one page at a time. I'm Rebecca.
1: And I'm Stacy. We're thrilled to have you back for another episode filled with bookish excitement.
0: Today we're diving into our highly anticipated novels released this month, unpacking the magic, mystery, and mayhem that these new
1: releases promise. And we'll also be spilling the tea on what we're currently reading, including our spellbinding featured read that has us questioning our whole childhood and every moral.
0: (laughs) That it does. (laughs) So grab your coziest blanket, a hot cup of coffee, and join us as we navigate the literary landscape of November's most anticipated
1: releases. But before we jump into all these books, a quick reminder to hit that subscribe button and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We wouldn't want you to miss any of our bookish banter.
0: All right let the bookish journey begin welcome to my sister's tbr so before we start talking about our current reads do you want to start us off with the new releases this month
1: sure um (laughs) well the first one i don't think is any surprise to (laughs) anybody at this point but uh the second of the empyrean series by rebecca yaros released on november the 7th i'm sure everybody and their mother knows about it at this point (laughs) uh iron flame uh it's been very well received so far i've been desperately trying to not see any spoilers so i've been Mm. keeping off of a lot of social media (laughs) until i can read it um we talk about fourth wing a lot in this podcast uh, I'm not gonna read it the description for Iron Flame because I feel it could spoil some like 100%. normal yeah like we yeah. we aren't big on reading descriptions of um later books and series and that, so <laughs> I won't do that, but it is a fantasy romance, it has dragons. Do you really need another reason to go read? <laughs> we don't I don't think anybody needs to know anything else about it, <laughs> nope, nope, so just just go read it. <laughs>
0: Oh god, I cannot wait for that. My uh when I pre-ordered it and it left Toronto, I think it left from on the 7th. So it should be
1: here this week. Mhm. Mine was in town Friday.
0: You still And of course oh, the yeah, mail
1: Friday. Yeah, and the mail doesn't get delivered on the weekends and then it was a long weekend because of remembrance day (laughs) so i'm really really optimistic that i'm gonna get the book tomorrow
0: oh god i I cannot wait to see that it's gonna look so good on your shelf like side by side with the special edition special edition
1: oh i'm so excited
0: i just i'm still butthurt okay (laughs) what why because I freaking bought the original uh, <laughs> Fourth Wing before she even released that she was coming out with the special edition. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't wait. I mean, well, no why would you really?
1: Yeah, bring home your Fourth Wing and we'll do a uh, fun little day of sprayed edges. Okay, done. <laughs> I have like the book clamp thingy now. So true. Okay,
0: and well, I've watched gonna, a lot of videos.
1: Okay, (laughs) you're ready. (laughs) Oh, Uh, gosh.
0: But I keep seeing... Hold on. I keep seeing... I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but I keep seeing posts saying that apparently Dane
1: is the enemies to lovers. I've seen... I've seen discussion on this because they're saying like there's I don't even remember how many books is it like a five six book five plan series I mean five. or something like that, and people saying like what if Dane is the, the actual enemies to lovers and I'm just like mm,
0: no, we don't want to hear this rubbish <laughs> no
1: no, like it no it hurts my soul so I'm not even
0: really. <laughs> But at the same time, really think about it? (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to
1: really think (laughs) about
0: it. If it's a five book series, there's no way she's with... Anyway. Okay. Moving on. I'm okay with a five
1: book, her and Zayden. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Me too. Okay. I guess time will tell.
0: Yep. Up next we have Do Your Worst by Rosie Bannon. Uh, this is being released on November fourteenth. Three hundred and fifty two pages. And like just looking at the cover, like I-, I love the covers that look like that with like the
1: Oh me too. It's like the cartoon
0: yeah. animation
1: style. Yeah.
0: Genre is romance, contemporary, adult, paranormal. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Ever since Pen Pal, I just <laughs> I love a good paranormal <laughs> romance. Okay. Sparks fly when an occult expert and a disgraced archaeologist become enemies with benefits in this steamy romance. Riley Rhodes finally has the chance to turn her family's knack for the supernatural into a legitimate business when she's hired to break the curse on an infamous Scottish castle. Used to working alone in her alienating occupation, she's pleasantly surprised to meet a handsome stranger upon arrival until he tries to get her fired. Fresh off a professional scandal, Clark Edgware... Can't allow a self-proclaimed curse-breaker to threaten his last chance for redemption. After he fails to get Riley kicked off his survey site, he vows to avoid her. Unfortunately for him, she vows to get even. Riley expects the curse to do her dirty work by driving Clark away, but instead, they keep finding themselves in close proximity. Too close. Turns out, the only thing they do better than fight is fool around. If they are not careful, by the end of all of this... More than the castle will end up in ruins. Oh, interesting.
1: I like that.
0: I like, I big, like how uh... it's
1: enemies with benefits.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sign me up. Next we have Check and Mate by Allie Hazelwood. Uh-huh. So this Ooh. is a uh three hundred and sixty-eight page romance. YA romance. Uh it's released November seventh. So this is actually Allie Hazelwood's um debut into YA. No way. So, description. Mallory Greenleaf is done with chess. Every move counts nowadays after the sport led to the destruction of her family four years earlier. Mallory's focus is on her mom, her sisters, and the dead-end job that keeps the lights on. That is, until she begrudgingly agrees to play in one last charity tournament and inadvertently wipes the board with notorious king killer, Nolan Sawyer, current world champion and reigning bad boy of chess. Nolan's loss to an unknown rookie shocks everyone. What's even more confusing, his desire to cross ponds again. What kind of gambit is Nolan playing? The smart move would be to walk away, resign, game over. But Mallory's victory opens the door to sorely needed cash prizes. And despite everything, she can't help feeling drawn to the enigmatic strategist. As she rockets up the ranks, Mallory struggles to keep her family safely separated from the game that wrecked it in the first place. And as her love for the sport she so desperately wanted to hate begins to rekindle, Mallory quickly realizes that the games aren't only on the board. The spotlight is brighter than she imagined, and the competition can be fiercely attractive and intelligent and infuriating. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Uh Uh-huh. So, obviously, uh, rivals to lovers. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's interesting. Uh I'm getting Queen's Gambit vibes. Yeah,
0: definitely. I'm just not big into chess. No. I just
1: <laughs> I'm afraid that this book is gonna be another uh Carrie Soto for me yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where I'm just page after page of I don't care about tennis. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's cute that she's going into like YA.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's definitely going to be written well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Betting on You by Lynn Painter. And this is the number one in the Betting on You series. Um, if anybody here remembers a couple of months ago when I read Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. God, freaking loved it. That was the only thing I've ever read by her. But mm, that's amazing. So, like, I, I already know. I don't even need to read this. Like, I, I know I'm going to love it. <laughs> don't even need to read the plot. So, this is 432 pages. A YA romance. Mm, beautiful. And even the cover looks very similar to Better Than yes. the Movies.
1: Yeah, I noticed that, too.
0: When 17-year-old Bailey starts a new job at a hotel water park, she is less than thrilled to see an old acquaintance as one of her coworkers. Bailey met Charlie a year ago on the long flight to Omaha where she moved after her parents' divorce. Charlie's cynicism didn't mix well with Bailey's carefully well-behaved temperament, and his endless commentary was the irritating cherry on top of an already emotionally fraught trip. Now, Bailey and Charlie are still polar opposites, but instead of everything about him rubbing Bailey the wrong way, she starts to look forward to hanging out and gossiping about the water park guests and their co-workers, particularly two who keep flirting with each other. Bailey and Charlie make a bet on whether or not the cozy pair will actually get together. Charlie insists that members of the opposite sex can't just be friends, and Bailey is determined to prove him wrong. Bailey and Charlie keep close track of the romantic progress of others while Charlie works to deflect the growing feelings he's developed for Bailey. Terrified to lose her if his crush becomes known, what doesn't help his agenda is Bailey and Charlie fake dating in order to disrupt the annoying pleasantries between Bailey's mom and her mom's new boyfriend. Soon, what Charlie was hoping to avoid becomes a reality as Bailey starts to see him as not only a friend she can rely on in the midst of family drama but someone who makes her hands shake and her race. but charlie has a secret a secret that involves bailey and another bet charlie may have made can the two make a real go of things or has charlie's secret doomed them before they could even start Mm.
1: so is this going to be another um like I i was gonna say another book but i think it's a spoiler
0: so I'm, hmm.
1: I'm assuming that this is going to be that he made a bet with somebody, like maybe his friends or something, that he could be the one to to get with her.
0: Yeah, 100%. Oh, but honestly, I, oh, I just love her.
1: <laughs> no doubt it's going to be well written. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, okay, so next we have The Porcelain Maker. So this is a historical fiction, uh, World War II romance. Hmm. Uh, it's by Sarah Freethy. And it was published November 7th. Two lovers caught at the crossroads of history. A daughter's search for the truth. Germany, 1929. At a festive gathering of young Bohemians in Weimar. Two young artists, Max, a skilled Jewish architect, and Bettina. A celebrated avant-garde painter are drawn to each other and begin a whirlwind romance. Their respective talents transport them to the dazzling lights of Berlin but this bright beginning is quickly dimmed by the rising threat of nazism max is arrested and sent to the concentration camp at dachau where only his talent at making exquisite porcelain figures stands between him and seemingly certain death desperate to save her lover bettina risks everything to rescue him and escape germany america 1993 clara bettina's daughter embarks on a journey to trace her roots and determine the identity of her father, a secret her mother has kept from her for reasons she's never understood. Claire's quest to piece together the puzzle of her origins transports us back in time to the darkness of Nazi Germany, where life is lived on a razor's edge and deception and death lurk around every corner. Survival depends on strength, loyalty, and knowing true friends from hidden foes. And as Clara digs further, she begins to question why her mother was so determined to leave the truth of her harrowing past behind. The Porcelain Maker is a powerful novel of enduring love and courage in the face of appalling brutality as a daughter seeks to unlock the mystery of her past.
0: I love when books go back and forth between like present day and the past. Yeah, totally agree. I love that.
1: Oh, I feel like that's going to be... A heartbreaker.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, yep. Yeah. Shatter our hearts. Oh, but yep. I love
1: historical fictions too. Like, I think that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Then our last book that we have here is Bookshops and Bone Dust by Travis Baldry. The cover looks interesting. A warm hug of a book. So it's 352 pages and it is a cozy mystery, fantasy, fiction, adult romance, lgbt uh-huh. interesting okay when an injury throws a young battle-hungry orc off her chosen path she may find that what we need isn't always what we seek in bookshops and bone dust a prequel to legends and lattes new york times best-selling author travis baldry takes <laughs> on, takes us on a journey of high fantasy first loves and secondhand books love all three of them <laughs> Viv's career with the notorious mercenary company, Rackham's Ravens, isn't going as planned. Wounded during the hunt for a powerful necromancer, she's packed off against her will to recuperate in the sleepy beach town of Merck, so far from the action that she worries she'll never be able to return to it. What's a thwarted soldier of fortune to do? Spending her hours at a beleaguered bookshop in the company of its foul-mouthed proprietor, is the last thing Viv would have predicted, but it may be both exactly what she needs and the seed of changes she couldn't possibly imagine. Still, adventure isn't all that far away. A suspicious traveler in gray, a gnome with a chip on her shoulder, a summer fling, and an Im- improbable number of skeletons prove Merck to be more eventful than Viv could have ever expected.
1: I have heard so many good things about the first like legends and lattes so i can only imagine that this must be hmm.
0: and this just came out on november 7th i've actually never heard of either of it no no nope, never mm. cute oh i love a good fantasy now
1: yeah now that akatar has swung those doors wide open
0: <laughs> oh yeah open up the floodgates mm-hmm. here we are okay i think that's a good uh, that's a good month of some new releases yeah
1: i i still don't think it's as good as what last month was i think last month was we had a really good list but this, yeah. I think this is pretty solid. Like, Allie Hazelwood, Lynn Painter. Rebecca Yaros. I was going to say, Iron Flame, okay. Never mind. Duh. I take it back. This was a good month.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that alone is good enough yeah. right there. Yeah.
1: The only really, like, thing that, um, like, news-wise is just about Daniel Radcliffe. He executive produces The Boy Who Lived, which is a documentary about the stuntman David Holmes who became paralyzed during the filming at the Battle of Love Hogwarts i love that yeah like that's incredible and i love how it's called the boy who lived Mm -hmm. like that just gave me like goosebumps yeah but
0: oh i just find it crazy because like i never even knew that his stunt double became paralyzed until like last year or the year before Mm -hmm. like this is this is new knowledge to me like why wasn't a bigger deal made about that before like when it happened yeah
1: I do remember hearing about it, like, a while ago, mm. but I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe for legal reasons, possibly. Maybe, yeah. I guess we'll have to watch the documentary.
0: True. <laughs> and maybe David Holmes wanted to, like, go through that, like, out of the public eye, too. Yeah, Yeah, I can't right.
1: imagine that that must have been easy at all.
0: Yeah, God. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm definitely going to watch that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty well anything that's, like, anything to do with Harry Potter. <laughs> mm. yeah eat it right up i just want more information on the tv show
0: i know i keep seeing so many rumors they just need to oh uh, yeah stop teasing us stop getting my hopes up but that rumor though of uh, killian murphy of him possibly uh, acting as voldemort in the new harry potter yeah i mean series, i think that would be i think i amazing he would be so good mm-hmm. he would absolutely kill that he would have had a
1: cadaverite. Uh, so, since we're talking about Harry Potter, do you, we just go right into what our featured read is before we. May as well. Do you want to, since it's considered one of your currently readings?
0: So, our featured read this month <laughs> is Manacled by Sen Lin Yu. Um, it is a Hermione and Draco fanfic. fantasy romance fan fiction 876 pages damn yeah i think the last book that i read this big was the fifth harry potter book mm-hmm. harry potter is dead in the aftermath of the war in order to strengthen the might of the magical world Voldemort enacts a repopulation effort hermione granger has an order secret Lost but hidden in her mind. So she is sent as an enslaved surrogate to the high reeve to be bred and monitored until her mind can be cracked. That is so
1: vague. It is very, very vague. Um, And also, there's a lot of trigger warnings. So Mm. read them Mm -hmm. if you're triggered by anything at all.
0: But I like how she makes sure to put the trigger warnings before the chapters Mm. too. When a chapter comes up, that's like really traumatizing. She'll give you that heads. I love that.
1: Yeah, I totally... I like that to know going into the chapter that, okay, I'm going to have to, like, really... Prepare. Yeah, (laughs) like, just mentally, right?
0: Yeah. But (sighs) I I really liked how the dark scenes, how she specified saying, like, she didn't want to gloss over what happened because, like, she wanted to make sure that she put into words how traumatizing an act like this, whatever happened... She didn't want to gloss over that, but she didn't go into too much detail, which I'm glad. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think she did amazing at putting all of that together.
1: It really makes you um, not necessarily connect, but like really feel for Hermione and whoever. It just really solidified that empathy.
0: Yeah, definitely. I just find it so crazy how like, I mean, we grew up with Harry Potter, but obviously it's more everything was glossed over during Harry Potter because I mean it's you know young adult for like the first half anyway and like they didn't go into detail about what like the Cruciatus curse does or like how deeply that affects you yeah
1: it was very um minimal I feel like those books were just like surface level after Mm -hmm. after seeing so many different fan fictions and reading especially Manacled really digging into how dark Harry Potter world really was yeah I know I mean I get it it wasn't it started out as a children's book and I know it did get darker as the the years went by but mm-hmm. I never never thought about half the things that I thought about because of manacles
0: like I mean even as simple as like there were so many people who would be locked up right or even like sent to Azkaban prison yeah. where you don't see the light of day mm-hmm. even as simple as that never I was like oh yeah <laughs> They're just gone, like, in a in a dungeon somewhere. Like, it's fine. Like, hmm, didn't even think of them ever again. No. Nope. God, but this, this, oh, this made my skin crawl. Yeah.
1: I finished it, and I, like, the biggest book hangover that I've ever had. Like, I pick up a book, and I just, like, I try to read it, and I, I can't. Ugh. I have been forever altered. Like I can't look at Harry Potter the same <laughs> anymore. It. Like no, like I'm gonna go put on a Harry Potter movie, and I'm just gonna be like, man, like this hailed <laughs> in comparison. Like I yeah. don't get it. How is a fan fiction this freaking good that even the original? I mean,
0: she even has forty. She has forty thousand ratings.
1: Yeah, and still keeping a four point six star. Like that's that's insane.
0: Yeah, like that was
1: paper cranes is a big part of Manacled. Did you notice in um, I think it's Prisoner of Man when Draco <gasps> <gasps>
0: Yes! Whoa. And, it, and it flies over to Harry. Whoa!
1: It's a paper crane.
0: You just blew my damn <laughs> mind. Oh my. Oh, We'll have to talk more about this like, at the end of the oh, month. Oh, I can't wait. Because there's so many things that I want to say. I know.
1: I know. Oh, oh I can't oh, wait God, for you to literally read the very last sentence
0: oh good lord when you get
1: to the last couple pages like video call me okay because we need to experience that together (laughs) oh
0: yeah i'm i'm about i'm about halfway so i'll be there soon all right that's one of my current reads right now um what's your what's your next read
1: (laughs) uh i am i again like i have been struggling to pick up books after reading manacles (laughs) but um I do have a couple more Draco and Hermione fan fictions on my Kindle now. So oh, I did start the um, Breath, Mints, and Battle Scars. That's um, Onyx and Elm. It's, again, another Hermione and Draco, but it's at Hogwarts during their eighth year.
0: Oh! It,
1: it is post-war, so the summary is, for a moment, she's almost giddy because Draco Malfoy's been ruined by this war, and he is as out of place as she is. And, yes, he has scars, too. He's got an even bigger one. She wonders whether one day they'll compare sizes. Oh, dear. All it gives you. (laughs) (laughs) But the very first page is Draco writing in a diary. August 1st, 1998. And it's Dear Diary. And he has Dear scratched out. So it's just diary. That's Fucking stupid, actually. Whoever said it had to start that way, you weren't dear to me. I don't know you. I don't want you. I'm I'm doing this because they said I have to. For healing purposes. Like I just the whole thing is just so Draco.
0: Yeah, you can like feel his like energy yeah. off of it. Yeah.
1: So I am I'm very excited about getting into that one. Aww. Cause I just I'm I'm all hearts for Dramani. yeah. it's
0: so funny because like what a pair like i know i love it though i freaking love it
1: oh i've seen so many uh like montages now on tiktok since starting manicold, obviously um of draco and hermione like clips from the movies and stuff where they're like sort of manipulating it to look like they're together i was (laughs) like i need a movie of this asap like (laughs) just draco and hermione but then it also yes, makes me feel so like like seeing how uh, how they were in real life with each other, mm-hmm. you know, like that. Just yeah, the reunion. Oh, I mean, I know you yeah. have to separate, you know, the actor from the the character and all that, but I just can't yeah. when it comes to I know when it comes <laughs> to them, I can't. Oh, but it's it's oh. so good, and I think your next current read, I think, might be both of our current reads because i'm also yep
0: yeah (laughs) so yeah we're both reading the 3.5 of akatar a court of frost and starlight by sarah j mass i started this like a couple of months ago but i didn't like i'm pretty sure i didn't even make it past the first chapter Hmm. like i just i wasn't ready i put it back down again i'm not ready to leave that world yet so i'm Literally spreading it out as far as I can. But I think it's time now. And especially, like, I don't know, with it being, like, I mean, it's winter up here now. So, like, yeah. I just wanted a good...
1: I keep hearing that it's, like, a Christmas special. So, to me, like, what better time of the year to read it than November, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh.
0: But uh, I'm only, like, one chapter or two chapters in. Right. Uh, one chapter into that right now. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, we can't really talk on no. what it's like right now. No, nope, but...
0: <laughs> oh yeah we can't give like a description or anything because obviously spoilers spoilers spoilers
1: that's the worst thing like like to anybody that hasn't read akatar yet any description on any of the books is just huge like i am a spoiler (laughs) the whole thing and it's just it is just right there
0: (laughs) yep i uh i know i seen a video of this girl on tiktok who read the first book. I don't even think she finished the first book and she went and got a Tamlin tattoo.
1: <gasps> I seen that. I...
0: <laughs> and then she finished it and read the second book and she was like, What the hell?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing her reaction to, to everything <laughs> yep. that was happening between Yeah.
0: Poor girl. Is
1: that spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we wouldn't be able to do anything live. <laughs>
0: We've talked about Reese before. We've, yeah, that's fine. Okay. We've talked about Reese. (laughs) There's already been spoilers.
1: Okay. And I mean, we're not saying anything that is necessarily who's with. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's fine. Okay. Fine. So I also uh, went back to another series that I had started earlier the year, uh, the Bonds at Tie by Jay Bree. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm at book three, so I did start that one. Um, actually, this morning oh so it's still really really new uh again another one where i can't really read out the description because it's a third of the third book in the series but it is a fantasy reverse harem romance
0: remind me what reverse harem means
1: uh one girl and like five guys (laughs) give or take (laughs)
0: Okay, (laughs) Jesus.
1: Uh, yeah. It the series starts out like slow. Like I don't think there's like any spice in the first book. Oh, geez. possibly that's a real slow burn. There's short. It's a short book too, though. I think Um, the first book is only like two hundred and eighty nine pages. Okay, but it's like in a nutshell, she's bonded to I don't remember how many uh North Knox Griffin Atlas oh and Gabe okay so there is five um yeah so <laughs> <laughs> she's like bonded to them all mm-hmm yeah but she's also like okay. not wanting to be and like trying to avoid being bonded to them mm. sort of mm-hmm. yeah but it's is it insane like it's an intense series like i absolutely love the first two books so i'm i bet it is insane glad that i'm back into it i think i've rated i rated the first yeah the first two i rated four stars but is probably more of a 4.5 because i did i'm pretty sure that this whole series is going to be just like a five star series for me
0: damn yeah how many books are there six damn
1: I don't know if there's if it's complete. I'm not sure, hmm. but yeah. So that's what's occupying my brain right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm just waiting for Iron Flame to come into the mail. Oh,
1: me too. And then... Yeah. I was thinking along the lines of starting like a smaller. To me, this is what I was thinking. Like the Bonds at Tie series, like books didn't seem like they were that long so i was like i'll just start up the third book and you know maybe i might be able to get it finished before iron flame is here but i just seen that's 541 pages book three (laughs) so there's no way i'm gonna get that done before iron flame gets here so it's another one i'm probably gonna have to pause
0: probably and i mean iron flame is super big too like 600 pages Oh, good lord. Here <laughs> I am with my small two books a month. Uh,
1: yeah, just focus on Manacled, and then once you get that done, then Iron Flame will be right there for you.
0: <laughs> and I mean, A Court of Frost and Starlight is small, too, yeah. where it's just a novella. Novella. So Is it
1: novella <gasps> oh, f- or novella? Novella, right? Ew. Novella? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Chris called it a no- novella. Uh, or a novella. <laughs> no- novella is what he called it. Novella. Yeah, he called it a novella. I was like, oh, I don't like what? It. He's like, well, you call it a novel. So novella. I said, no. There's he has a L's. fair point, but no. There's two L's. <laughs> yeah. Novella. Ella. Oh. Under my umbrella. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ella, Ella.
1: <laughs> like don't try to screw oh, me up yeah. like this
0: <laughs> we struggle with <laughs> pronouncing yeah. words as it is we don't need him adding to that
1: <laughs> nope we're so bad at english it's it's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> i think that's that's it for our our update episode but um keep an eye out on our instagram follow us subscribe to our podcast all that fun stuff keep up to date with what we're doing um we are getting closer to the 1k followers and like you know we had a 500 follower giveaway so maybe we'll have to do a 1k follower giveaway oh, 100% yeah.
0: especially for our one year
1: yeah so keep an eye on our instagram
0: okay yeah so mm-hmm. we'll see you in two weeks
1: read manacled and let us know what you think so we have more discussion points and we might also have another little surprise here oh for the next episode as well if if all goes to plan and she says yes yeah i'm excited
0: mm-hmm. all right bye
1: toodles